Welcome to my podcast, The Cross in the Desert. I'm your host, Randy L. Noble. I think all of us would agree the horrific, brutal, violent attack against the Jewish people by Hamas on October 7th has captivated the world and has made us aware of just how inhumane humanity can be against humanity. I want to speak today about the issue of Israeli women. During that attack that killed 1,400 Jewish people, Israeli women were butchered, some beheaded, and most of them raped and left for dead. Over 240 or more were taken hostage. And while there are some successes with hostages being freed during this ceasefire, I want you to think about the number of Israeli women who, by God's grace, when they're released, they will try to return to normal. They will have horror stories of what it was like to be captured by Hamas, the terrorist organization. And most of them will probably suffer brutal rape at their inhumane hands. I want to feature today on my podcast an excellent article written by my beautiful wife, who's a journalist, Becky Noble. She wrote this article for Red State, and it is so apropos about what is happening in the world right now. The title of the article is, Will Me Too and Believe All Women Applied to Israeli Women Taken Hostage by Hamas? Now think back with me. During the Supreme Court uh, nominations back in 2018, when Justice Kavanaugh was going through the nomination process, there were multiple sexual allegations brought up against him by women. And we had the formation of the Me Too movement reporting sexual abuse. Well, of course, sexual abuse is horrific. But... It came to be uh, known later that most of these allegations, in fact, all of them, were lies. It was a political situation. But here we have Israeli women butchered, beaten, and raped during October 7th. And then there will be those that will return home as hostages. They will be freed. And what kind of stories will they have? Well, where is the Me Too movement? Where are the feminist voices for these Israeli women? I want you to hear as I read this article and listen carefully. This article sums up exactly how I feel about this. The world has watched in horror as the Israeli-Hamas war has unfolded. The unbelievable pictures of Israelis running from Hamas terrorists, bodies in the streets during the October 7th attack are beyond disturbing. But as horrific as those scenes are, there are even more nightmarish atrocities happening to Israeli women and girls. The rapes and brutal physical attacks women and girls are enduring will leave scars on the inside long after the physical scars go away. As groups of hostages held by Hamas are being released during a four-day pause in the fighting, and the stories of those Israeli women and girls are told, will they be afforded the same demands by the left of the Me Too and Believe All Women? That's an interesting question to ponder. 
Saturday, November 25th has been dubbed International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. The United Nations is promoting this day with an awareness campaign that includes the stories of survivors and first responders from that horrific day. It reveals that the weapon used most by Hamas on women is rape. One woman who attended the music festival where many Israelis were killed described the unimaginable scene she witnessed of an Israeli girl being raped by Hamas terrorists. This is where you might think that all the feminists spearheading the Me Too and Believe All Women movements would be shouting from the rooftops that these women and the atrocities committed against them should be absolutely believed And the women, well, they should be defended. Think again. Around the world, the reaction of many feminist and women's organizations is crickets. Dead silence. And not only is there no outcry from these women's groups, but the veracity of the stories of the Israeli women, well, they're being questioned. Wait, what? All through now, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation hearings in 2018, woman after woman was paraded in front of cameras during the hearings, and they told stories of how Kavanaugh, as a drunken teenager at parties, sexually assaulted girls at parties. Believe all women was the chant of all Democrat senators in the hearing and beyond. But that noble standard apparently applies only to certain women. If you are an Israeli woman in a war zone, things like Me Too and Believe All Women, well, that doesn't apply to you. Fast forward to 2023, and the hundreds of stories and rape and assault that will no doubt surface upon the release of Israeli hostages by Hamas. Is the Me Too and Believe All Women Brigade coming to the rescue of these Israeli women? Hardly. While several UN-affiliated groups have made somewhat weak gestures to condemn the violence done against women by Hamas, they were quick to speak out about atrocities done to women in other parts of the world like Iraq, Nigeria, and Myanmar. The, The Me Too movement itself made a statement on November 15th, that completely ignored Israeli women saying, and I quote, What we have been witnessing in Gaza is a humanitarian crisis. Thousands of people have been killed, injured, displaced, are deprived of basic human necessities like water, food, and medical care. As a global movement rooted in black feminism and driven by principles of anti-violence and anti-patriarchy, me too. International recognizes that sexual violence often functions as a weapon of war and imperialism. Sexual violence has been used in many periods of war as a tactic to intimidate and punish innocent civilians and as a tool of genocide and ethnic cleansing aimed at destroying communities. Conflict-related sexual violence is acknowledged as a war crime under international war. But accountability and justice for survivors under the law remains difficult to enforce. The group managed a follow-up statement which said it stood by Israeli women that seemed little more than a by the way. 
Several other international organizations whose mission is to fight sexual violence against women and girls either have not made any statements, spoke of Israel as the aggressor, or simply failed to address the atrocities being committed by Hamas. One very prominent woman is calling out the silence of the world regarding the rape of Israeli women. Michelle Herzog is the first lady and wife of Israeli President Isaac Herzog. In a Newsweek op-ed, she called out not only the fact that statements made by UN groups have been weak, but that they really have not been statements at all. Herzog goes on to say that the inconceivable and unforgivable silence from international human rights groups has been devastating to Israeli women and that silence has been a betrayal to all women. Is the ongoing rape of Israeli women and girls just part of the acceptable amount of anti-Semitism we are seeing worldwide? Perhaps the UN should answer that question. That is written by my wife, Becky Noble, for Red State. I hope that there will be a break in this silence. As there's been a temporary ceasefire, there needs to be a break in the silence. And the feminist voices need to recognize the atrocities, the rapes against Israeli women who were butchered on October 7th. And they need to also break the silence and become a voice for those Israeli women who will be given their freedom and released. And no doubt the physical trauma, as bad as it is, will not compare to the spiritual trauma of being raped by this terrorist organization. We need to be a voice for all women, not just certain women. Today, I just pray you would lift up Israeli women in your prayers and ask God for supernatural healing from the rape atrocities that they have suffered. I want to thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. I will see you soon next on my podcast, The Cross in the Desert.